nice little nifty commercial for the merch yeah. I, i'm waiting for my merch to come in the mail i uh ordered some merch and it, you know i wanted it to come right before i leave for vacation i leave friday uh but the ups thing says saturday so hopefully they're ahead of schedule mm -hmm. and i can get my merch for the cruise yeah absolutely <laughs> welcome yeah, everybody i guess i to get some new merch too i bought yeah you know, I, I, I i think i went i, I want the blue hoodie I got mm -hmm. me a mug for my coffee, and then I got the white baseball cap. The baseball cap's perfect for, like, the summer. Yeah. yeah. I'm feeling good about it. Welcome to another episode of the Cheap Seats Podcast. We are down two members. Uh, no Jordan, Gene Lewis. He is taking apart a bed. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, my man Brian is dealing with some personal shit. I was dealing with some personal shit last week. I feel for him. We'll send our, our prayers out to him. Uh, mm -hmm. Hopefully everything's all right on the home front. That's all right. Me and Kyle, the Prince of Production, Kyle Edwards. How you feeling tonight, Kyle? I'm good. Good. You know, have some good topics and a lot going on in sports. So it's been it's been a good weekend for sure. And I'm glad to be on here with you again. Fresh off a dominant. Dominant victory in the trivia sports empire trivia that, show. That was all control, but yeah. Listen, I told you guys before this trivia thing started. I said the people, the teams you got to watch out for are Brett Gardipi and Jacob Neville and Kyle and Cottrell. And Kyle had issues, and Cottrell beasted that shit yep. the entire show by himself, a hundred points behind the high score, which was me and Shally. Who had both our internets working perfectly? Mm -hmm. Uh Cottrell went on there and uh, dropped nineteen hundred and fifty points dolo, which I thought yep. was incredible. Yep. Yeah, I mean, um, hopefully I get mine's good to go for the next time we're on because you know definitely want to help him out for sure. That's what we got to do, though, Kyle. We got to make sure you don't have great internet, so we only have to be one of y'all. But the problem is we got to <laughs> kind of mess with Cottrell's internet to see what you got next time. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, we really <laughs> wish we had you on there. That first show was a little bit of a mess, but the second part worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. But we are on cheap seats. So let's talk yeah. about some topics this week. I have a ton of, I have like three. I know you have one, and then we'll take any from the chat if the chat wants to hop in. Hopefully, my man Garda Three hops in the chat tonight. I love that man. Yep. Um, but which one you want to start with? We got two NFL, basketball. Which one you want to start with? I mean, I can start with mine. You know, I, going off, going off what happened this past weekend. Okay, it'll be an interesting conversation. I kind of want Jordan's take on that, though. I feel like the okay. one we should start with will yeah, be the we'll, quarterbacks one because I feel like he's not going to know many besides Lamar. Yeah, probably. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll start with that one. Yeah. Here's the question, right? I don't know why I like just asked you which one to start with and then said, oh, let's start with this one. But uh, <laughs> what teams will have a new quarterback that are, that that is not on the roster already? So, so Derek Carr was just just signed today with the New Orleans Saints. He would, he's currently on that roster. Mm -hmm. So well, he's not currently. The, when a league starts, right. 
He'll be there. But we're going to go through each division, and we'll talk about if their quarterback that's currently on, is currently on the roster or is not currently on the roster. And if he's not currently on the roster, we got to kind of guess on who's going to be there. Okay. Yeah. So you want to start – you're an AFC guy, I'm an NFC guy. Where do you want to start, NFC or AFC? We can we can start AFC. So we're going far, 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 far west to far, 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 far east. Yep. I think it's pretty simple. The Chiefs are good. The yep. Chargers are good. Yep. Who's going to be the Raiders quarterback this year? I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not Stidham. Now, I think with Carr obviously not going to be there, I don't think Rodgers goes there. I could see Garoppolo ended up there. He has the connection to Josh McDaniels. It only makes too much sense at this point. Now, Jimmy money G. might be an issue, but I, I'd go with Jimmy G. I don't think the money's an issue. Now they cut Carr, they should have some money. Um, well, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's a plan. That's a good point. Yeah. I think Jimmy G's a great pick because I think Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else. And I think that me and me and you are on the same in sync wavelength with them. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else, but we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Is it cheating? Excuse me, I had a long day. Is it cheating if I use the same answer as you? No, I'll go Jimmy G. Also, okay. I like Jimmy G. There. All right, so we both think Russell Wilson stays in Denver, right? Yep. Let's go NFC West. Who's going to be a starting quarterback? It's the starting quarterback on the roster for the San Francisco 49ers. So, yeah, I mean, I've, well, I hope Lance is ready to go because I feel like that's where they would go. But if not, I could see them starting Purdy anyway. So I would say, yeah, they're starting quarterbacks on the roster. Okay. What's up, Big J? Waited. Thanks for joining us. Oh, What's going on, man? Sweating, man. All right, we're well, gonna leave that off air. Next time, wipe your head before you just click join. But that's all right. <laughs> we're talking about what teams are gonna have new quarterbacks next year. Uh I so mean, so, hold so on. I, I didn't come up, I didn't come up with a question. I mean, that's gonna be mine. Uh, but so here, I don't have a question. So here's where we're at, right? Oh, okay. We uh we all agreed that every quarterback in the AFC West will be the same, except the Raiders. The Raiders, uh, me and Kyle both predicted Jimmy Garoppolo to be their quarterback next year. Where, where do you think the Raiders – what direction do you think the Raiders move in? So, are we thinking just with the AFC West or just uh, – Yeah, we're going that. each division, division oh. by division. Okay, so I'm, I'm uh, to catch up real quick. So, yeah, so we have so we have KC, right? Brock, yeah, they're all uh, the same. They're all corner. the same. Well, what about – uh, hmm, we say, say Jimmy G? Well, if the Jets don't land them, I think Aaron Rodgers. See, that's the problem. We're going to get to the Jets, and you're going to have to make a decision. Um, so I'm I'm going with Jimmy G here in the for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, okay, well, I guess I, uh, in that case, yeah, then Jimmy G because it's more than likely he's going to go to the the Jets and Rodgers because that's how it's looking. But we'll see. Okay. Um, so I'm going with Jimmy G. That's a safe, that's a safe bet. I'm, I'm now we're in the NFC, NFC West, and me and Kyle NFC both West. think that either Purdy or Trey Lance will start for San Fran, so their quarterback is on the roster. That's going to be a quarterback battle uh, in the uh, Trey Lance and um, 
Purdy, but I think he's he went into surgery. I think Brock Purdy. So we'll see how he does at the surgery. The Rams look like they're going to be bringing back Stafford. That's risky. Um, well, I mean, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arizona's going to keep Kyler. They just signed to a huge extension. And yep. Seattle just today signed Geno Smith to a $35 million a year deal. So we're good there. Let's go yep. to the yeah, Norris yeah. division, the North division, AFC North. The Steelers mm-hmm. have their quarterback of the future and Kenny Pickett. The Browns have their quarterback of the future in Deshaun Watson. The Bengals have their quarterback of the future in Joe Burrow. What about the Baltimore Ravens? Um, so the question is, do you see what, – what's the question as far as the question quarterback? Is, you think there will be – who do you think will be the quarterback of their team? Is he on the roster or not? When it's all said and done, he's going to be on the roster. You think it's going to be Lamar? Yes. Okay. What are you going with, Kyle? Ah man, this is tricky. I feel like every day that passes by, I'm slowly moving to Lamar not being there. I mean, how come they haven't stopped the tag on him? They're probably gonna get a deal done. I'm gonna say, mm, I'll go with Lamar. I'll, I'll say they they find a way to to get it to get. I think with, <laughs> I think what the Ravens should do is uh, slap him with the non-exclusive franchise tag. What that does is it allows you to either match a deal that another team gives him or it gets you two first-round draft picks for him. Mm -hmm. So I will put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, let him go out there and test his own worth, see if a team's willing to pay him the King's ransom. Mm -hmm. And then if they are, they're going to have to pay him the King's ransom and give up two first-round draft picks. I don't think that'll be very good. I think Lamar ends up signing an extension with Baltimore after that because he'll realize that his worth and value isn't as high as he thinks it is. So I think it will be Lamar Jackson. Now, now before we move on, do you think Lamar is going to be – well, obviously, for me, I want him to be a long-term. Do you think it's going to be how many years, you think? I mean, I think he won six. I think he'll end up getting five. I think it's going to be a five-year, $250 million deal, which will pay him $50 million a year. Um, and I think it's way too much. I probably said four gonna, years, but I, I could lean towards five. That's shocked. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of shocked that every, all of us think that he's going to stay in Baltimore. <laughs> Listen, I don't want him to stay. I think it's a bad decision for Baltimore. And I think it's a bad mm-hmm. decision for Lamar. I don't think either one of them are in the right position to be able to help each other. I think Baltimore's team isn't built around Lamar Jackson like it was when he first got there. And I think that the – and if I'm being honest with you, I think Lamar can go to a better situation with a better running back, a better wide receiver core, better offensive line than the Baltimore Ravens. So I think in both fronts, I don't think they're a right mitt. It's like a couple, right? It's like you're watching a couple. It shouldn't be together, but you kind of want them to break up, but they won't leave each other because they're scared of being alone. Like well, it seems like right. the, it seems like outside the Ravens, um, it's the Falcons. So you said you want to see him with the off the line. Um, so what team would you want him, or would you could you see him going to? As far I think, and I've seen Atlanta. That's the hot. That's the hot team. That, that offensive line is not good that's in what Atlanta I'm saying. either. So I'll be honest. That's why I think the franchise tag actually does work for Baltimore because if Lamar goes out it's there, leverage. Lamar's gonna have to hope Carolina blows him away because I can see Carolina's a. Pretty good situation. Well, Daryl Lyon is kind of, I don't. 
I don't know if it's that better. As I think the situation is perfect in Washington, D.C. Let him go right down the beltway. Um, he's right, going to have Scary Terry, yeah. Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, uh, offensive line that's growing. They'll use a mm-hmm. draft pick on offensive line. So I think that that's the situation for him. If I'm be- and you get to go play with Eric Bieniemy. Uh, it's it, it, to me, it's a win-win situation for Lamar. But I I don't think that will end up happening. I'm just giving you my two cents there. Like, you move you on, can't, though. We can't oh yeah, no, yeah. All right, so. I, I've got one more. I got one more thing to say, and then we can move about on. Lamar. I'll say yeah. Well, I know Kyle. Like we said before, you know about Lamar. Like with teams, there's only a certain few teams that can like do a San Fran. With Kyle Shanahan with his offensive scheme, I mean, there's only a select few teams that you know care, that can suit Lamar's play style. So, kind of be kind of going to turn to a couple teams. So, Ravens, Falcons. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think the Ravens can fit Lamar's play style. I think they tried. I don't think they can anymore. Rashad Bateman just took a shot at your GM. I don't know if you've seen that, but that was yeah, I've seen that. That was, that was wild to me that he's the one to. He can't even talk because he hasn't been hurt. He's been hurting himself too, so it's like, uh, we'll why did he delete the tweet if he was? <laughs> that, that's Baltimore, um, man. That's yeah. the locker room. It's a lot of issues in house over in Baltimore. Yeah. But let's move. Let's move forward. Move to the NFC Norris Division. Uh, I think the Packers quarterback is on the roster. I just don't think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think it's Jordan Love. I, I believe agree. I agree that I agree. Well, who's going to be his backup though? Jordan Love. That's the question. They can draft a the guy. They don't have to worry about I that. Don't worry about that. You have a young quarterback. You live and die with that young quarterback. Yep. Um, the Lions, I think, stick with Jared Goff. Although Dan Campbell did say, if there's a situation where a quarterback falls to him in his lap, he's always going to try to make the team better. So he, they're not ruling out a quarterback, but you know they're not going to trade up and risk the franchise to get one. Right. Um, I think that you're seeing Kirk Cousins again in Minnesota yep. and Justin Fields in Chicago. Anyone differ on any of those questions on any of those teams? No, golf. I think he stays. Jordan Love, I agree on. And then most other the Vikings Fields and right? Cousins. Oh, Fields and Cousins. Yeah. Ugh, cousins. Ugh. Well, Cousins is already signed. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, do I don't really think there's really much of a choice there. Let's move to the AFC South. Now, you have your quarterback in Jacksonville. That's pretty simple. Yep. The rest of the division, I don't really know. Let's go through it. Indianapolis Colts. I don't think the quarterback's on the roster. CJ Stroud. Better not be. I think it's yeah, Will Levis. Better be, better be a draft pick, yeah. I think it's Will Levis. That's my prediction. I think the Indianapolis Colts. Don't they have number one or number two, right? Number two pick? They have Colts number four. four. Oh, number four. Okay. Texting that number. Now, the thing that scares me is they hired Shane Steichen as their head coach. And Shane Steichen is great with mobile quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud would fit perfectly in that system, Bryce Young. Um, but I just feel like that, that Indianapolis organization is infatuated with Will Levis. So Chris Ballard still is the GM. So I don't yeah. understand what this – I don't know what the breakdown is going to be, but my prediction right now is Will Levis. If they were smart, they'd move up to one – Take Stroud. Do you think that one uh, takes Stroud? Do yeah. you think Stroud's the best quarterback coming out? I I kind of like Stroud. I don't know. Oh my yeah, god! I'm gonna say Anthony. I was gonna say I was gonna say I was gonna say that too. Anthony Richardson uh, with this, you know, his draft 
his draft, you know. Let me say something on air. Let me say something on air so I don't get it twisted, right? <laughs> Anthony Richardson is a hell of an athletic freak. He is a hell of a prospect. He is not a quarterback that's ready to play in the NFL right now. All you need to do is turn on the tape from Florida and see where Anthony Richardson is at throwing the football. Do I think his legs can get him through a few years? Yeah, I do. I think they'll be formidable. I think Anthony Richardson could be a decent quarterback, but his ceiling is what Jalen Hurts was last year. That's his absolute ceiling. He'll never get better than Jalen Hurts was last year. And I, and I mean that when I say that. And what Jalen Hurts was last year was MVP caliber. Let me mm-hmm. just be clear. But that's his absolute ceiling. I could see Jalen Hurts getting better and improving on himself from this, last year to this year. I think that would be if everything went perfect, he went to the right situation. I think AR reminds me a lot more of EJ Manuel than he does of Jalen Hurts. That's not a name you want to hear as the number one pick. EJ just being Manuel. clear with you, I'm just giving you my, my opinion. Wow. Yeah. If 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 Richardson can, I mean, obviously get with a coach that can work with his mechanics. I think he can be a like a Deshaun Watson kind of build. You know, he's he already that. fixed a lot of his mechanics, Jordan. You watched him throw at the combine. I'm telling you right now, his arm, like his release point, he doesn't cock all the way back anymore. It comes from where it's supposed to come from. I just think that he doesn't read the football field well as a quarterback. And like with a lot of these quarterbacks that you're taking, you're taking big time playmakers like Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and then Will Levitz because of his arm. Um, I think if you combined, no, you can't even do that because both of them have poor decision making. But I think I would slightly lean towards Anthony Richardson as a better prospect than Will Levis, but they're both in the they're both in the boat of gambles to me. Mm-hmm. I think the Houston Texans stay pat at the number two overall pick and select Bryce Young out of Alabama. I believe that. Yep. So I think, I mean, the AFC South is going to be a lot of young quarterbacks in that division. What about the Tennessee Titans? What pick do they have? Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if they have a first round draft pick. Oh, they have the Eagles first round draft pick. They got, no, they got it last year. I don't know. I had to contact Jory because he's a Titans fan. See what she wants. It's not about what you want, though. I don't think the Titans have the capital. I think they're rebuilding their team. Um, I think think maybe they start the year with Malik Willis and see what he brings to the table. But they're trying to trade Derrick Henry. The Titans Mm -hmm. are falling apart, the seams. They've got no receivers that I know of that are, you know, so they got to do rebuild. They cut Robert Woods. He's gone. They literally have Traylon Burks and a bag of Doritos on that roster. Yeah. I mean, they 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 had their window with Derrick Henry, and that window shut on them real quickly when the quarterback position was never up to par. Tannehill, he's still on the roster, right? Didn't they release him yet? I believe he's. I think Tannehill's a free agent, and uh, I don't see Tennessee bringing him back because we've seen that story. I haven't been impressed with Malik Willis, but he is a young guy, so I think it's somebody off the roster. I just don't know where they could find anybody. So that actually they might have to be stuck with Willis. Ryan Tannehill is on is in contract for $32 million this year. Oh. He's got a $36 million cap hit. That's wild. Uh, Unpopular opinion here. Then, yeah, I guess he's on the roster. 
Because Tannehill's making that. I don't I don't see how you're moving that. So you might as well play him. So Jeff Judge, I'm waiting for the unpopular opinion. I would love to hear it. But um let's move to the NFC South. You obviously know the Saints next quarterback. Yep. The rest of the division, though. I don't know. Buccaneers. Oh. Okay, so let's go Bucks. Uh, Kyle Trask. Kyle Trash. Blaine Gabbert, right? I don't blame I, I thought he was his backup. I thought, I don't know. Kyle Trask was. Yeah. I I can't stand Kyle Trask. I liked him in Florida for a little while, and then he uh they drafted him the first round, though. Mm-hmm. Last pick of the first round. I guess he starts for them. We'll see. Yes, they might. They might screwed up too. I said they might have to blow that roster up too because Mike Evans is a free agent. Atlanta. I I didn't like what I saw from Ritter. So I told you before the season started that Ritter. I, mean, I wasn't big on him anyway, but I mean. I didn't understand playing Mariota as long as they did because they weren't going anywhere. He might as well throw Ritter out there. They did. He was marginal at best. But I got a feeling that they start with him next year. Their best player is um Cordell Patterson, the running back. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts, Drake, maybe. Drake I, got, I, got a, I got a name for you that I think is going to start a quarterback for them. You ain't going to like it. Who, who isn't going to like it? Or no, none of y'all are going to like it. It's going to be a very unpopular opinion. Okay. I think the starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons next year is Carson Wentz. <laughs> I think right, I'm out. I'm out. I think like... Falcons fans would hate that. but I think they can't get the quarterback of the future. They signed yeah. Wentz on a one-year prove-it deal like they did with Mariota. And they, well, let him in, and they let him and Desmond Ritter compete for a starting job during camp. Well, I know their, G, their GM, I think, during the draft combine, he, he said, I think they had the they hold the number eight pick, right, in the draft, mm-hmm. so they could get, you know. Yeah, but if you don't get the quarterback that you want, right, like what do you do at that point, right? If you don't Maybe get the guy that you want. That falls number eight. You don't invest a first-round draft pick unless you love the guy. Um, there's a lot of guys that can go there. Uh, what about Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I think that's the – that that's the yes. two guys it comes down to. I really believe that. You're not gonna put Audrey, uh, Lamar Jackson there if if that's a situation. Like if that goes well, to that situation, I have Lamar in Baltimore. I can't oh, have him in Atlanta. Well, yeah, yeah but Atlanta's a hot hot commodity around here. Like you know, if he falls turnover machine wins, what goes into a division that he can win? I don't know, man. I I think that he gets another chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you look at the division of cars. I think Carolina. Pan- I think the Carolina Panthers. I think Frank Wright. And the Carolina Panthers 100% get a quarterback in this draft. And I think it's Anthony Richardson. I think that's who Carolina gets. And I think that a lot of comparisons to Cam Newton will come out because that's his, his hero. He's from Carolina. I think that uh, you'll see a lot of that. I think that that's where he goes. I can agree with that. I, I know I've heard that yeah. they like Matt Carroll, but I, I forgot about yeah, it. I'd, I'd go with Anthony Matt Richardson. Corral. Oh, Corral. I don't say Carol. You're good. Yeah, Corral. Um, so I can see the two of them being, I guess, in a quarterback battle and probably having Richardson. Yeah, because before he got hurt, Corral was like going to be that that next QB, like at that, you know, but he got hurt. So we'll see what he can do. 
Well, I got, um, I got some. I got another really crazy one coming for you guys shortly. Do we have the Giants hit? Uh, not yet. No, we haven't. I don't think there. you're ready for this one. We're we're done in the South, right? Let's uh, go to the Buccaneers, East. Yeah, I don't think you're ready for this one. We'll start in the AFC East. Okay. New England Patriots. Uh, I'm sticking with my boy Mac. I'm sticking with him. I think Bill O'Brien can fix him. I think Mac Jones is their quarterback. Yep. The New York football Jets. I have Aaron Rodgers going to New York. I think the Nathaniel Hackett signing is all you need to see. Mm -hmm. Can't agree with that or or can't disagree with that. I mean, yep. I agree. Okay. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Two was one hit away from a concussion, so it's like, oh, that's very I think it's somebody else, but that's very interesting that you bring that up. Dude, I think the Miami I Dolphins. Me. I think the Miami Dolphins make a trade, move up to take C.J. Stroud. Wow! And they trade Tua. I think that they move out, and I think that um, they trade up to get C.J. Stroud. CJ Stroud, Waddle, and Tyreek Hill. Oh my God. Bro. As a Patriots fan, that would scare me. I'm telling you. You might, you might, have, to, you might have to be like a friend of you, hop on the bandwagon. I saw that one. I think I don't think you're ready for it. <laughs> I think they make a trade. I think wow. that. The, I did not even think of that. Okay. They what, do, do they, what, like, what pick do they have to drive? Do they have a pick in the draft? The Miami Dolphins? No, I think they have Kansas City has that pick. Oh, they got that last pick. So, how high do you think they have to? Go for I think Stroud, that CJ Stroud slips to like the eighth or ninth, tenth okay. pick, and I think they trade up to get that. CJ Stroud, I don't think he's gonna slide all that down. But if they if it's there, then I didn't. Oh man, that'd be big. I mean, that would be an interesting scenario because if he does if he does slide like that, would Atlanta at eight go for a CJ Stroud, and then would Miami have to jump ahead of them? Because Atlanta, we know. They have needs all over the place, but they love taking big name guys at their spot, whether or not. I remember draft day. About last year? No, draft day. A movie? movie. I remember you talking about this on another show, and I've never seen it. There's a quarterback in that movie, right? Mm-hmm. And that quarterback uh, was projected to go number one overall. And then when he didn't go one, he started falling. Teams just didn't expect him to be there, so he, they uh, they kept uh, they kept falling, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's the case this year with C.J. Stroud. I think te- there's certain teams that they just don't think he's going to be there. I think people are getting too enamored with Will Levis's arm and Anthony yeah. Richardson's measurables, and I think Bryce Young is the pick in Houston. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess my question to Eugene is like, so so. I know this draft is kind of like QB heavy, right? Wide receiver and, you know, DB is kind of like that talented at that level. So if you see Bryce going one or whatever, where do you see – who do you see going ahead of CJ Stroud as far as like – Will Levis and uh, – I think Will Levis and uh, and Anthony Richardson go ahead of him. Man. I think people fall in love with these guys' measurables and they forget how good of a players they were. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a mock draft right now, and it's it's funny because I look at all these mock drafts all the time. But NFL.com did one. Chad Reuter, he's a draft analyzer. He's got Bryce Young going one. He's got the Colts trading up to number two to take C.J. Stroud. Now, just do me a favor and switch that out with Will Levis. 
He's got the Cardinals taking Jalen Carter, the Bears taking Will Anderson at four, the Panthers taking Will Levis at five, which switched that out to Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they have Christian Gonzalez going six to the Detroit Lions, uh, Paris Johnson going seven to the Raiders, Miles Murphy going eight to the Falcons, Tyree Wilson going nine to the Seahawks, Eagles take B. John Robinson at 10, and you go and you go and you go all the way down to number 13 where the New York Jets are, and they take a. Anthony Richardson. I think Miami trades ahead of their division rival and takes C.J. Stroud, who's the one quarterback I think that will fall. I can see that, yeah. Just my opinion. I, everybody, listen, it could change before draft night, but that's kind of where my head's at. A yeah. lot of a lot of things I'm hearing out of Miami, it's just two, it won't be there. Well, like, what if that Mac draft, like, what did, did it go all the way down to like, yeah, like, like what did that? Know. Who do you want to know? Like, who did the Ravens get at that 22nd? Now, I just want to know if it's a receiver no, no, quarterback. No, no, uh, the Ravens in this mock draft. They have number pick number 25. They get wide receiver Jalen Hyatt out of Tennessee. 25. I thought they were higher. I thought they were like 22, 23. Maybe they moved down. I don't know. It's a projected trade with the Giants. The Giants did 22. Oh, they trade the down. Giants traded with them to move up, and they took uh, oh Jalen Hyatt at number 25, who, by the way, had one of the worst drops I've ever seen at a, at a combine. Yeah, I don't did know that. that drop one. Did y'all see that drop? No, I didn't see that. I think I did. It's a very bad drop. It's the one that Anthony Richard, the bomb that Anthony Richardson threw. He's showing his arm off. Yes, yes. Jalen Hyatt was the wide receiver, and he dropped the ball. It's a great in the breadbasket, but it's a bad bad drop. Hopefully we don't get him there. Um, (laughs) Jalen Hyatt's a stud. Oh, he's a – I got to watch the tape. But I mean, I believe you, John. Who's your team? 16. Let's see who his team is. He's a commies guy. Uh, they got an offensive line. Peter Skaronsky uh, from Northwestern, the guard. It's not a bad Which makes pick. sense. Yeah. Because they, they said Sam Howell's going to be their guy. Yeah. All right. So I think we're pretty clear. Oh, the NFC East. The Bills with Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Uh, the NFC East is pretty easy too. Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Sam Howell, Daniel Jones. Any disagreements? Daniel Jones, I'm I'm curious to see what he see what he's gonna get for a contract. They already fran- they already um, franchised them thirty five million dollars. Oh, with Daniel Jones? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow, that must have been. They said that that they said that's what they were gonna do if they couldn't work. They might not have did it yet, but they're doing it. They're, they're I think they're working. thinking about it. Yeah, they're having, yeah, yeah. Either way, All they're right. gonna keep them. Let's yeah. move on to question number two. Yeah, I think it's time for yours, Kyle. All right, so my question was, off of the combine, if you were a top prospect, would you participate in the combine? I want to go third on this one. Okay. Uh, I can start. Since it is yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like if I was in that position as a competitor, I would participate. You know, if I was a top pick or whatever, I'd want to show that the divide was even wider than you may think. Unless if I was nursing an injury, that's one thing. But if it's one of those where you just go in there and you're not going to participate because you know you're a top pick and you don't want to hurt your value, it's like, I don't don't necessarily like that, like hearing that if I'm running a team. So I definitely would do it. 
because why not? If you're a top pick, you'd still be a top pick. You'd probably be f- further cemented as the top pick. So I would participate for sure. So um, me, I mean, I'm like, I'm, as you can tell, I'm, or both of y'all can talk, I'm, I'm a very competitive guy. So, I mean, if I wasn't, I was going to go with you, Kyle. If you were like in like that one, top one through 10, um, and like you want to, you know, improve, because obviously I think of that as like my career, right? You, like the interviews, it was important how you handle the media. Um, Cause people want to, teams want to draft a player who's not only like nice on the field, off the field, they can trust. Um, so I'm a I'm a people person, so I want to be able to impress the media, impress my team that I'm going to be going to potentially. So that's the one side, and then the other side, if I'm a top ten like pick, then yeah, I would go. Cause I mean, I'm a like I'm a work I, I'm outwork all y'all. Like I mean, just like Anthony said, like you're playing against random players, they're not they're not on your team. So you're not, it's not like you're fighting for, but this you're fighting for to be the top number one guy. But now if you're, like, top, out of the top 10, like, top 25, there's a risk of injury because I did see um, an O-line player uh, or D-line player run, run a 40, and I believe that they should make the, the – the, for the D-lineman, O-lineman, they should make that 40-yard, 20-yard dash. Right. I saw – but hear me out. I saw a, a video where an O-lineman made, made yeah, the 40, but he twisted his knee or whatever in, in the – if he can't run 40 yards downfield without twisting his knee, I don't know if I want him on my team. Well, I don't think he twisted his knee. I think he tripped. Okay. Um, He's running. If he can't yeah. run and not trip over his own two damn feet, I don't think I want him on my team either. Yeah, I thought people overreacted to that, talking about, oh, don't have Lyman run the 40. I mean, oh my God. That was, that was one guy yeah. out yeah, of I went all of them that. who yeah. ran, and now all of a sudden, Jesus not, Christ. Man, that was so stupid. Why are you trying I mean, to run a 4 7 or 4 8 as an O lineman at a pro day? Like, that's the least measurable that people give a shit about with offensive linemen on the pro day. They care about how much you can bench, how quick your three-cone yeah, drill is, like a lot of different things, but not that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, definitely I, I would go there just for, like, the, you know, to make my stand in the media and how I, how I handle the media. And then I would want to cover – I want to out-battle my opponents because, I mean, yeah, they're, they're nice around different teams. Right? They're trying to fight for what I want. You know what I'm saying? So I want to prove to them that, you know, I'm the, the number one guy. So, so I have the correct I have the correct answer. That's why I wanted to go third. I wanted to see what you guys said. I have the correct answer. And the answer is it really depends on who you are. And I'm not trying to be a smart ass when I say this. But, like, I'll give you the, the example of Bryce Young and Will Levis. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm Bryce Young, I absolutely do not throw at the pro day. I played in multiple games for two straight years as Alabama's starting quarterback. I won a Heisman Trophy. You don't need to see more of me. I'll I'll, I'll throw at my pro day in front of you and the scouts that want to show up with my guys, but you've watched me play for two straight years. Now, a guy like Will Levis, who is being enamored by his measurables and his Mm -hmm. cannon, of course I would throw. I would go out there and I I would try to show out and make a name for myself. But it's a huge difference, guys. Like, if you're a guy that's 100% going to top five pick and you go out there and throw, and you go out there and throw with C.J. Stroud and Will Levis, who have way better measurables than you do, you're going to do nothing but hurt yourself. Like, why would I stand? Like, all right, so, like, if I'm the greatest thrower of the football in the world, 
Why do I care if you can throw it further than me? Let me ask you guys a question real quick. Who do you think had a better combine? Jay Cutler or Tom Brady? Probably. I remember Brady, so I'm assuming it was Cutler. It's 100% Cutler. Cutler had a cannon for an arm. Yes. Didn't make it very well. Long did he? Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's like, why would I stand up there and make a mockery of myself in front of Stroud and Levis, who have absolute rifles for arms, when I've proven it for two straight years amongst the best competition in college football in the SEC? The same conference that Will Levis is in, that Will Levis got embarrassed in every big game he was in. Mm-hmm. If you need to see me throw against this guy, I don't want you to pick me. And I mean that, right? Like Anthony Richardson, in my opinion, is not a first-round draft pick. But because of his combine and all his measurables, he's being talked about as a top-10 guy. He had 17 touchdowns and nine interceptions. Mm -hmm. Do you realize what that looks like in college football? I think C.J. Stroud had 53 touchdowns and six picks. Like, what are we talking about? I, I mean, I think I've seen people trying to argue Richardson is like the first quarterback taken. Which... But that's the point. And I, I, and ask those guys real quick, how many games did they watch him play at Florida? Yeah, they probably watched like, ask one them. if they were lucky. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's the problem with people talking about college sports sometimes. And I don't mean to say this to be a smart ass, and I'm not trying to, like, throw my knowledge in people's faces, but, like, Come on. What are we talking about? Like, I watched these kids play under pressure. I don't know. So I think that same, thing, same thing happened with Zach Wilson. Yep. Yep. 100%. Malik Willis, another one. It doesn't – you know who one that worked out was? Josh Allen. And everyone keeps pointing to that one. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I could be the next Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Josh Allen stunk his first two years. He developed. I don't take a guy that's going to stink for the first two years with the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth overall pick. You got to have a lot of confidence in your coaching staff. What pick was he? Because he was in that Lamar draft. Like, was he 10th? I think he went nine or 10. I think he went nine and Josh Rosen went 10, which, by the way, Hey, look, uh, say what you want. That draft was wild. It was, Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield was in that draft. Like, it was, a wild yeah. draft. All right, well, that's my that's my opinion. Anybody disagree with what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, and, like you said, it depends on the player, you know. It depends on what pick – what level in draft are you going to be picked at? I mean, if I'm a top late round, first round pick, nah, I'll probably just be like, you know, go to my pro day. I'll show you. But if you're like a first first through five pick through maybe first through ten, then yeah, I'd probably go and show See, my now I'm thinking the exact opposite of you. If I'm a – do you know the difference between being a first round pick and a second round pick in the NFL? I'm serious. I'm not trying to be as smart as I want to say this. Well, it depends on the, it depends on the position because sometimes it's – No, it really does. It's, it's, a, it's a pretty good difference, yeah. It's a fifth year of eligibility. Yeah. Yep. No, I'm saying as far as as a position, millions of dollars. I'm saying the position, like, like like, didn't um didn't uh, they draft? Oh yes, uh, the money is skewed by Jaguars. That's not the point. As far as years go, 
And I think that when you're looking at a player that's that's wants to go in the first, there's such a difference between pick 32 and 33. It just it is. It's huge. It's a fifth year of eligibility. It could be another four or five million dollars guaranteed for a kid coming out of college. It's huge. So if I'm if I'm late into the first round, of course I'm competing. I want to move up those draft boards. But if I'm if I'm Bryce Young and I have a Heisman Trophy, no, I think Bryce Young did it perfectly. I think everybody's playing it smart. I think C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson, and Bryce Young are all playing it the way they should. But don't be surprised when two quarterbacks in this draft are busts. We do it every year. We talk about yeah. these quarterbacks that are all can't miss prospects. Don't be surprised when two of them are busts. And I wouldn't be surprised if Bryce Young was a bust. I love Bryce. I think he he's my number one rated quarterback coming out this year. But his measurables are Kyler Murray. We don't see many 5'10", 5'11", quarterbacks that that make it in the NFL. It's, it's a very rare thing. I didn't know he was, I didn't know he was that short. Oh, he's small, bro. There's a reason people are so enamored with C.J. Stroud and Will Levis. Because he's, tall, he's taller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, he's, a, he's a big body. You watch, he's a, if you watch the football game with C.J. Stroud and, and Bryce Young playing against each other or when mm-hmm. Bryce Young played against Kentucky with Will Levis, when you watch that game, you left that game thinking anybody was – that Al, Bryce Young wasn't way better than the other quarterback he was playing against, you weren't watching the football game. But these 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 GMs, these scouts, they get enamored with with size and height, because you can't teach it. They're the best coach in the world. They can fix anybody. Yeah, I say Strauss body type is like a Geno Smith, like that tall, you know, lanky quarterback like Geno. That's kind of what his body type is. That tall, athletic. I'm sure anybody that drafts CJ Stroud will hope he's not Geno Smith. Right. Oh no, no, I'm not saying I'm just saying what what I've said for years. I didn't buy into CJ Stroud until the Georgia semifinal game. Every big game CJ Stroud was in his entire college career, he showed up small. Every big game he was in his entire college career, he showed up small, except Georgia in that playoff game. He looked amazing. Mm -hmm. I call it like it is. I'll admit when I'm when I'm off on an athlete, I think I'm off on CJ Stroud. I think he's gonna be a, a better pro than I gave him credit for. I mean, there was like a civil win, a near Z from winning the game, but or tying it, right? It's, dude, they kick a, that was a game winning field goal. He missed it. Right at the right, right, right field goal, Ohio State's a national champion. Because I think we can all agree Ohio State would have ran through TCU like a hot knife through butter. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's move on um, to the hardwood. Let's move to the NBA. Here you go, Jordan. I got a question for you. I want you to start it. Because mm-hmm. I know your answer, and I think it's wrong. Has the league know. become too player-friendly? As far as just, like, fouls? And- no, as far as allowing too much – like rest days, allowing contract oh, like, situations, uh, like being able management. to force your way out with load management, being able to force your way out of a situation. Yes, Freddie, top yes, on the yes. link. You're yeah. more welcome to. We're missing Brian tonight. We'd love to have you on. Um. So actually, um. So your my answer might not be the one that you expected. I think that this is not a player friendly league. 
Um, and in terms, what? In terms to, you don't I mean, think I'm NBA go is with, a player friendly league. Well, I mean, I think that it should go because I'm like I thought with Anthony Edwards saying that players should, should not should should play if they're eighty percent, seventy percent, they should play. Well, yeah, that's that's a sign of it being player friendly. Player friendly league. Oh yeah. yeah, okay, then yeah, yeah, then I yeah I think it is because I'm fine with him because I'm saying like if you know if I'm trying to fly out to LA to see LeBron or AD play, I want I, I want them to play. You know, what I'm saying if they, if they can play, um, you know, like Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. He he said that hey, fans come out to fans come out to see these players play. Doctor, all right, doctor. But um, yeah, I mean, I think that. What's up, Freddie? I think this new. I think this league is is like soft. Like Kawhi Leonard had missed the whole season. Oh, so you agree with me when I say the yeah, league? Yeah, I agree. Right, too player friendly, and it's I got to back it up. Kyle, what do you think? Do you think the league is too player-friendly, the NBA? Absolutely. And when Adam Silver took over, that's what he got credit for, allowing the players to do whatever. But I feel like it's gone way left to the point where, you know, guys are sitting out three games just just because they need a little bit of a break during the season. You know, Barkley has come out and said, you make this much million, you can't go to work three to four times a week. I think that's kind of the viewpoint of the average fan. And now it's almost to the point where has it gone so player friendly that the owners may not be able to really sway it back the other way. And if they do, what does that look like? So, yeah, I, I definitely agree it's player friendly. Freddie, sure. I know you're going to walk in on the side of the players. I would love to hear it. I want to hear an argument because somebody – because I was hoping someone would go against me tonight. Well, I wanted to kind of challenge Kyle on one thing. Okay. I kind of disagree with you on the owner standpoint. We've seen this year, you guys, something that we have not seen in a long time, where a player tra- requests a trade and try to dictate where they want to go, where a team say, you know what, screw that. We're going to ship you where we want to go. Because the last couple of years, most of the time, we've seen teams send players where they wanted to go. But we've seen in the Kyrie Irving – that was total option. Now, KD, he I'm got where he wanted to go, but Kyrie didn't. But to answer Gene's question, I agree and I disagree. Um, I agree where, you know, hey, they have a lot of power. I, you know, Jordan, Kyle brought up great points. But where I disagree I is, did, Freddie? <laughs> don't make I'm me take scared. that Don't make me take that back. Don't make me take that back. <laughs> But what I disagree on is that these teams have done foul things as well. We've seen Harrison Barnes get traded while he's on the bench. We've seen guys get traded without the general manager and the player have a conversation. We've seen things like that. So that's where I would kind of push back on. But other than that, I agree. I'm not a big fan of load management. Um, They definitely got to fix that because Mm -hmm. I'm like this. If I spend my hard-earned money to go see, um, let's say, Steph Curry play, and he's totally healthy and he's able to play, and he decides to sit out, especially if that's a road game, I feel if the NBA is going to do that, they should re- they should refund that person's money. Or, or they need to find a way to fix that. Okay. So there's a lot of reasons I feel like the league is way too player-friendly. You mentioned trades and – 
I kind of, you kind of lost me on that one because most of the situations that happen in the NBA, the player dictates when they get traded, where they get traded. Like Kyrie Irving is a, a very special situation in which he is literally said he wants to play 50 games a year. And he thinks it's uh he, he used a really weird analogy. He said it was uh like abusive to the workers to have them play back-to-back nights. Uh, Kyrie Irving is just different, but let me, give you, let me give you my, uh, my full breakdown of it. Right. This year's all-star game had less fan viewing than the NFL pro bowl. Did you know that the flag football yes. game that happened on the NFL, uh, the players fought for an entire week off with the all-star break. They got it. The players fought for, um, being able to the, the way their contracts to structure contracts, the amount of revenue they're making the most money per player in, in any, any sport, even though it's not the most profitable sport. The players have won in almost every instance. The dunk contest has gotten worse. All-star weekends gotten worse. Load management's gotten worse. Players opting out of contracts or sitting out has gotten worse. Players getting forcing their way out of town has gotten worse. Super teams have gotten worse. I'm just saying what it is, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just miss rivalries in the NBA. I miss when team when guys played against each other with the same teams for eight, nine, ten years. I miss having that semblance of loyalty to a player. Joel Embiid just recently said, and this is my own guy, that he could force his way out of Philadelphia to an organization that understands basketball. Now, listen, I don't blame Joel for not wanting to be in Philadelphia. I just think that we've absolutely eliminated what a contract means. The players getting those contracts guaranteed should have meant we also have to fulfill them. And I think there needs to be obligations that are put in those contracts that that fine players severe amounts of money for sitting out and forcing their way out of town. I seen you shake your head, so I want to stop and give you an opportunity. And see, that's where I disagree is because, like I said, because we've seen players that was committed to their team, dedicated to the team, and they still get traded. Um, that's where I disagree. These people in these or these offices, they a and they find a, if they find a better trade partner, they find a better fit for their team, they they will trade you no matter what. That's 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 why I kind of disagree on the trade aspects. That's been something that's always been a thing. Yes, you see it more where these guys are forcing trades. Um, you know, you didn't you didn't see Magic teaming up with Larry. You didn't see um, Michael teaming up with Isaiah. You didn't see those things. But super teams have always been a thing, though. Like that, that's not just brand new. I mean, that started back. I'll argue that. Well, I mean, if you look at that Laker team, bro, that Showtime team, bro, like they had a star-studded. So hold on, hold on. Was Magic drafted by the Lakers? I agree. I agree. It was drafted. I agree. I absolutely. James Worthy drafted by the Lakers? Yes, but but I'm but I'm saying though. They built their own team. Okay, what about Boston? You talking about the '80s Boston team? I'm talking about with Larry Bird. Drafted um, by the Celtics. 
But it's still a super team, though. That's all. No, I'm that's saying. not a super. That's not team players teaming up. That's a good front office being able to draft a team. It's a totally different thing. Rodman, Pippen. Yeah, Pippen was drafted. Rodman was, and Rodman was a free agent. Yeah. Rodman used to be a Detroit Piston. Don't let me bore you guys on my knowledge. But I'm just saying, bro. Like I've seen organizations. I can't think of any right now. Have done some foul things. Of course. You know, and, and and I'll tell you what this, Freddie, I agree with you. There's definitely a yin and yang. But what I will say is this, right? When you sign a contract with a basketball team and they give you five years, $30 million a year, $150 million to play basketball for their team. And one year into that contract, you go, ah, I don't like the direction of the team. Get me out of here. You think that's okay? It just depends on what was promised when they first got there. Like, it's a for, contract, bro. like for well, well, just listen. Like for example, when LeBron came to LA, Magic told him, "Hey, we probably won't be good the first or second year within within this contract, um, but I promise you that I will put a championship team around you." Um, you know, it's just, we we don't know what was promised. LeBron signed started. a four year contract with a two year opt out when he went to LA, right. so he could have opted out. So you but, could put that in your contract. But what I'm saying, though, Gene, is that if things was not things did not go the way that was promised, and then those teams are making moves that you don't agree with. They have the right to, because I mean, because we also have to opt think out about, in your contract, right? We also have to think about this stuff, bro. It comes a time where guys, you know, we've seen guys sit out and say, "I'm not going to play yeah. until you trade me." Yeah. So I just don't see a solution where you can go around it. I really don't, honestly. You a hundred percent. There's a solution to go around it. How? Every time, every game that they sit out, they get fined. They're complete. That well, we've seen, we've seen guys. You gotta let me finish, Freddie. They get fined their, their their complete contract. So for that percentage of that contract, let's just say it's a, a one year contract worth ten million dollars, and the NBA season's five million uh, five months, right? If they sit out a month, they get fined two million dollars. You want to bet that they show up to play basketball? It didn't work with Kyrie Irving. You're using Kyrie. Kyrie is an absolute psychopath. Everybody else in the league is a normal human being. Not everybody. John Morant's kind of nuts. (laughs) Just a little. Ben Simmons is trying to sue the 76ers after not playing the entire season for them to recoup the $20 million that he lost because he didn't play. So you don't think there'll be nobody outside of Kyrie Irving They'd be willing to sit out, even though it costs them money. I think there will be way, way, way less people that sit out and have that that handle those situations that way, if it's costing them that much millions of dollars. It's one thing to sit out if you're going to play like 75 games. Kyrie sitting here talking about playing 50. Like, correct. I haven't heard any player come with that. I kind of like. I think it was what DeRozan who said, if you want to sit out. You got to play, I think he said, like, 78 games to be in the MVP conversation. Friday need to get his ass back on here. I got a question for him. How are you going to top off? I was literally about to ask the question that I thought I knew Freddie's answer for. God damn it, Freddie. I feel like he'll pop back on. But maybe that's the way you do it. You say you want to be an MVP, 75 games at least. And then we'll see the guys who seriously want to win it try to play 75 games. The NBA doesn't have, you know how in the NFL they have, like, you know, they give you the contract, then there's, like, you know. The NBA doesn't have, like, that thing where it's, like, the incentive. 
Where's what? Whereas the incentive, where it's like, yeah, some some players they, they don't have, have that in, in the NBA. Your top level guys, if you try to do an incentive related contract, they feel disrespected. So that True. works with middle of the road players. So yes, they have incentives, but it's not probably as prevalent in the NBA as it is in the NFL. All right. So here's my next question. This is the last question tonight. And I want Frank to answer first because I feel like it'll start spark the debate I wanted to. Who should be the current face of oh. the NBA? <laughs> Man. So if you're the mark, like the face of baseball right now is like Shohei Otani, like Mike Trout, like Bryce Harper. Who should be the current face of the NBA? Like the, the the platform is built around. Like for an NFL for years, it was Tom Brady. Who should be the face of the NFL right now? Or NBA right now? Just like Melvin said, that's a great question. There's a lot of them. Oh, man. Who do you want I'm the league to say, be role modeled after? Huh? I said, who do you want the league to be role modeled after? I'm going to say Giannis. Um, that was my answer. You know, this is a guy. Hey, he's the best player in the game right now, you guys. I mean, I'm just going to specifically be honest with you. I got to give you a round of applause, Freddie. I thought you were going to go LeBron. No, I mean, when I look at LeBron, like, he's he's older. You know, he's not, you know, he's year 20 LeBron. He's still, he's still a top 10 player in this game. Um, but he's not the face. I think that I think the torch had to be passed to Giannis. I look at a guy like Giannis. You know, he's going to play um, if healthy. He's not going to just sit out. He don't cheat. To me, he don't cheat the game. And you know, he's one of those guys that I believe that will be loyal to his team. You don't hear. You don't hear no mess. My point for the last question. <laughs> you don't hear no mess coming out of Giannis. You know, he carries himself in a good and great way. Except those um, KD comments, they were pretty funny, though, right? Hey, <laughs> they hey, were pretty know, funny. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I love that he added the little, the little, you know, humor yeah. to it. Too. You know, I love it. Um, but yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go to Giannis. Great. Yeah, we've right. seen him. We've seen him dominate these last, especially these last three or four years. That's a great yeah. answer. Yeah. But I'm, I'm gonna, gonna tell give, you, he was he was my answer, but I'll give a second answer. Uh, because I don't want to repeat what Freddie said, but yeah. I will give a second answer just for you, Freddie. Kyle. I was going to go Giannis, and because of his mentality as well of when he's on the court, you know, you you wear a different jersey. You are the enemy that night. He's going to do everything he can to take your team down, rub it in your face. I love that. You know, when he became, he was looked like he could be a free agent. The media was like, oh, go to Miami, go here, go there. He stayed in Milwaukee. I respect that. You know, Jordan on his show asked about Damian Lillard, whether he should want out. And I respect that Lillard wants to be in Portland. You know, they haven't been the most successful team, but he's built a connection with the community the same way as Giannis has with Milwaukee. And I can respect a player that wants to stay in that situation. And when Giannis is on TV, he looks like he's having as much fun as you or I would on an NBA court. Like he enjoys every moment of it. You know, he throws in humor during po- uh, press conferences and stuff. He's just a big kid. And I, I love that. So I would have said Giannis too. 
Jordan. I might just think of a second one to come up with somebody else. Now, Jordan, say this. what I wanted to say. Come on. <laughs> see, see, now I was gonna go the the LBJ route, but I'm gonna go a different route. Um, I think I'm gonna. I think it's the Joker. Potentially, he could win his third back to third MVP in a row. Something that's never been done um, in NBA history. Um, I know in the group chat we talked about you know true bigs. He's like that big that can you know do everything, can assist. Now I'm not knocking anything off of Giannis. Giannis is you know he's a fierce competitor. Um, Jokic is that that guy who's so far say low to the Nuggets. Um, you know he's even when Jamal Murray went down, he was always you know he still held that team together. Um, you know somebody that can do it all like pass his score at elite level, dunk it, you know, do everything at elite level like a point guard. That point guard should do better than him, but he does it at elite level. So I think it's I think it's Joker. Um and possibly just because he's he's at the top top of the MVP leaderboards. And like I said, just because he's potentially going to third straight back to back MVP, I mean he can that's still young. Um still can do more damage in this league. So for the Joker had the personality for it though. That's my thing. See, I was that, about to ask that, too. Yeah. You can't steal. He's, he's, he's funny. He's a little humorous. You're not allowed yeah. to steal my thunder, Freddie. I'm sorry. You're not allowed. <laughs> so, if you match Joker and Giannis personality-wise, like, Giannis laps him. I think Joker is, like, low-key funny, but he doesn't, he's more serious, like, you know? I want, I, want, I want to ask you guys a question real quick, and I, and I guarantee you when I get there, I got to be really careful the way I say this because if it gets said the wrong way, it comes off the wrong way and not, the, my, not my intention, okay? But I want to ask you what all these players have in common. Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, Kareem, Magic and Bird, Michael, Kobe, LeBron. I hear you going. <laughs> So He's I African American. No, no, no. I wasn't going African American. No. Well, Larry Bird's not African American. Um, where I was going was almost all those players were very, and I, this comes off so bad. They were very affluent American born or affluent English speaking players. They were very vibrant in the media, and Giannis is getting there. Getting there. But um I can't pick Giannis, I can't pick Joker right now because the and, and it sounds terrible, but I just think the language barrier to be the it's almost the same reason that Mike Trout is still looked at as the face of MLB, even though Shohei Otani is probably the best player in the game. What about it's, Aaron Judge? Bro, you love bringing shit back to your team. <laughs> I'm just saying, MVP. Say, <laughs> but hey, Gene, you know what's crazy? He don't know. He don't know about no Yankees. We seen that Saturday. Freddie, okay, let me leave. Leave. <laughs> he didn't know who Mister November was. Yo, I was leave. <laughs> don't bring this up. All right, but um, I'm living it down, man. <laughs> I'm gonna say an answer, and uh, my answer is so. I, I, my answer would have been Giannis, but it, in the interest of being different and, and following what I just said. I think, I feel like the face should move from Steph Curry to Jason Tatum. And I think, and it doesn't, you don't always have to be the best player in the NBA to be the face of the NBA. You have to be the one that everyone looks up to and sees and is a leader. And I think right now it's Steph 
and I think after Steph, it'll run into Jason Tatum. I think Giannis Jalen Brown in that conversation too, because he's. Well, I think Giannis walks to the beat of his own drum, and is not mm-hmm. really a leader amongst men. He's a leader on his team, but I don't think he's necessarily a, an NBA Players Association leader. Like I can't see Giannis being the guy that runs the NBA PA meetings. I think one of the things that that happens often, and I want I'm glad Freddie's still here so I can take a shot at him, is um, I think a lot of people discredit what Chris Paul's done for the NBA Players Organization way too much. Like they just keep bringing up the ring sting, or when you never heard it about Stockton, right? You never heard Stockton didn't win a ring, but you hear it all the time about CP3, the slander with CP3. But if you go play, you go. You know, accolade for accolade, stat for stat. Chris Paul's a better point guard than John Stockton was, and it's 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 tough for me to listen to to people hate on Chris Paul. And even if he wins this year, you know it's going to be right. He only won because KD got there. I would love to put that moniker on KD, but he has shown us time and time again he is way too sensitive to be the face mm-hmm. of the NBA. He, he, he was asked recently if he had burner accounts still. He said yes. You know, Gene, to piggyback off you, and you have to be a person that have tough skin because, um, you know, when I look at the face of the league, you know, LeBron, I look at LeBron. He's been doing it for years. Yep. He's said a lot of great things, but there's a lot of problems. Um, but he came up short on a few things, and it didn't really – you know, it didn't phase him to the point where it. You know, he he could have he could have ran away, but no. Every time he still asks him, he still comes out and give his opinion. Um, and I don't think Joker would be ready for those um, tough questions. But I I don't think Giannis is either, though, Freddie. I don't think Giannis is. I don't think Joker is. I don't. I I think a lot of the players in the NBA. You got to understand it. Right now, the NBA is is an American product. It's all the teams are in are in the United States outside of Toronto. Uh, so having a player speaking on social justice issues like Joker or Giannis, it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't to me. Or Luca, I just—they're not the guys that I want. Like the person that's going to carry that torch is going to be Steph. The person that's going to carry that torch is going to have to be Jason Tatum. Or there's got to be somewhere else and someone else in the wings. I will say this: basketball has evolved so much that the three leading candidates for MVP are all foreign-born players. And I, I commend the NBA for that. Oh, Giannis, indeed. Joel Embiid, and Joker uh, are all foreign-born players. And I think that the NBA has evolved so much, but that doesn't mean they need to be the face of the NBA. When there's a social justice issue that happens, would you want Giannis to be stepping in front of that, or do you want LeBron? LeBron. Do you want Joker to be stepping in front of that, or do you want Steph Curry? And that's the question that I would ask. I mean, I, so if you if you bring that point up, I think uh, Jalen Brown should be in that conversation too because he's been very vocal. Um, I love Jalen Brown. He's a part of back that. Isn't he part of the NBA player, player Association? Yep, he is. I love me some Jalen Brown. You have to be a top ten player in the NBA to be facing the NBA, in my opinion. Yeah, he's not there yet. I think he'll get there. I think Jalen Brown. I you know it's funny. Just last year, I said this, and I'm being proven wrong. But just last year, I said I think Jalen Brown has a higher ceiling than Jason Tatum does, and I'm being proven wrong so far this year. But I still, I still kind of believe that. I believe Jalen Brown could be the better player when it's all said and done. 
So since Brian's not on here, can I give a question for the yeah, first panel? I I'm gonna say this, Brian. You're a good dude, but I think this would be the best question that you would you you would not even thought of, my brother. Who is the this is the NBA question, by the way? Who is the closest person in the NBA that have the Mamba mentality? I love that question. Because yeah. mm-hmm. there's a bit, there's a lot of people who try to put. We heard him say about Russ. We heard him say about Book. We heard them say that they had that Mamba mentality of the years. If you have to say it, you don't have it. Yeah, to me, to me, Devin Booker, he don't have that Mamba mentality. To I me, he just don't. Mm-hmm. Mamba mentality, but when it's like what working hard in the gym, off the court. Oh, like it's that killer instinct that you need to win it. So let me give you an example, and I don't know if this is the right answer right now, but I don't think there's anybody in the NBA that has that Mamba mentality that Kobe does. But if you're asking me to give you that person that's closest, I would say Damian Lillard. Mm, that's a good dog on pick. Mm. And I don't know if that's the right answer, but I'm talking about that guy that can pull up from 37 feet and hit a game winner, like ice water in his veins, like cold as hell. Like Jimmy Butler in the playoffs is a great answer. Jimmy Butler always finds a way to, to make that the ball go in the hoop in the playoffs. But – I don't think there's one player in the NBA that has that Kobe Bryant in him. And you know what's funny? Oh, my God. You asked me this question two weeks ago. I'd have said John Morant. Mm-hmm. I would have. I th- yeah, I, no, you're I'm right. I'm so infatuated and in love with John Morant's game. I just wish that he would leave the off-the-court stuff off the court and focus mm-hmm. on his career. I hate that he's going through this. I'm such a fan of John. I've been a fan of him since Murray State. Guy came yeah. from a very tough upbringing. He's not uh, – it's not like a – and I, I just – I'm a fan of him, and I hate hey, him. Yeah, talk yeah, about I mean, I, was, I, was, I mean, this is – No, nah, this is more of a barbershop we talk. Should, so. We could, but that's barbershop talk. I, mean, I guess not. I mean, we, we can. That's fine. I mean, what would your answer be for that? Man, I can't even think about – I asked a question. I can't even think of it. <laughs> the problem <laughs> is this, right? That Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant mentality was so – you know, it's funny. You didn't appreciate it until it was no longer there. And I know Lakers fans appreciated his whole career. But, like, me as a 76ers fan, I hated Kobe in 2001, 2005, 2007. I hated Kobe. Kobe was like, I'm not from Philly. I'm from Lower Marion, and I, I'm an L.A. boy now. Like, I, we hated him for that. But, like, when his career ended and you've seen everything that he brought to the game and you look back on it, you can only hope be, help you but being a fan. That's the same reason people have such an affiliation with Michael Jordan. I know a lot of you guys on this show are young, but people hated Mike. Hated Mike. Mike was one of the most hated players in the NBA in 97, 98. He was hated. But when he left the game, you had that admiration and that respect. I don't think LeBron James will leave that game with that same respect. I don't. I really don't. So Whether or not he's your GOAT or not, I don't think he'll leave the game with that that admiration and respect that Michael and Kobe left it with. Just that, like, wow, man, what they did, like the way they did it, the way they, they, they handled their business, that killer instinct, LeBron's never had it. If I'm being honest with you, I think Le- LeBron is the softest superstar we've ever seen. And I mean that in the, with all due respect to him, man, because he's the second greatest player ever. 
but I just think I've never seen anybody that's so soft be that great. And I'm not you he can did it differently. What he did it differently. Correct. Hundred um, percent. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he didn't, of course, I'm not gonna sit there and say yeah, he had the killer instant. He didn't. Um, because I mean, we, me and Jordan, seen it in the playoffs a few years ago against the Phoenix Suns. I was like, okay, LeBron, you know, these guys are not making shots. I need you to take over. I need you to right. dominate. Because I'm so used to seeing Kobe being Brian do that. And I've had to learn over the years that I can't hold him to the same expectations that I did with Kobe. Because you know, we know with Kobe, guys around him not doing it, he's going to take over. Um, mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with that. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to shift to something else. I know I'm going all over the place. Um but could you guys imagine if Anthony Davis had that Mamba mentality or that killer instinct, what type of player he would be? Like, he would probably be the best player in the NBA if he had that heart and had that chest because he's better than Giannis. You know but I think problem, better. Though, you can't teach heart. No, you can't. Because uh, he's better skilled than Giannis. Well, there, there you go. You, I'm glad you added skilled at the end. Because he's not better than Giannis. He's no, he's not. No, he's, he's not. More skilled. Mm-hmm. But if he had that motor, then add that skill, he would. You know. But you know, I don't know. I feel you. Like if we got Anthony Davis like on Sunday consistently, bruh. Like he he's he's known tomorrow to go give us this fifteen and eight tomorrow. I mean, this is what we do. I mean, we should guys. win. I mean, but anyway, I was see, I was hesitant to pick LeBron for Gene's question because just the way that um, LeBron don't have no mom mentality. Don't do that, Jordan. No, 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 not your question. I'm talking about Gene's oh. question about the face of the league. Um, because like the way that like I mean, we're all on this panel right today. Like, they're I mean, whenever LeBron hangs it up. Uh, whenever that is, I don't know what year that is. It's going to be. And be, my point is, he can tack on to that to those points, and I don't see anyone touching that 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 part of history. It's going to be a take a long, 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 long Jordan, time. Jordan, when LeBron hangs it up, it'll already be too late. He should have hung it up already. No, I'm talking about for the record. I'm just telling you right now, LeBron James should retire from the game of basketball. When? Yesterday. I'll put it on TikTok. Man, Gene, you crazy, bro. I am so glad somebody else Gene, said, oh, well, crazy, bro. I think this whole thing about LeBron playing with his sons and stuff, I think that's a mistake. I agree with that. But I think that's way too long for him. That he need to be retired, like, right now? That's crazy. He does not have a lot left in the tank. How many games has he played this year? So, let me ask you a question, Kyle. 50-something? I don't know. Kyle, let me ask you a question. Do yes, you sir. believe – I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that he's got hurt because the, well, his body just can't handle it anymore? Yes. Or do you think he got hurt because the Lakers failed him beginning of the season by putting a roster around him that he had to carry? Okay. And he had to play 40 minutes a game. You mean the roster – with the dude Russell Westbrook that he wanted, correct? Yeah, yeah. So the Lakers failed him by bringing him the guy that he wanted. Yeah. How'd they fail him? Because Rob, you could have said no. We going with Buddy Hill. We getting better. Back talent. to Gene's first question: 
player friendly. Rob Polinka would have been. But Kyle, answer my question. Rob Polinka would have been dragged out of his office if he told you, LeBron no. So, Freddie, <laughs> they won that. a championship five years ago, right? It wasn't five years ago. James. Four years ago. Yeah. It was like okay. the year, yeah. All right, three years ago. Mm-hmm. First 15 seasons in the NBA, LeBron James missed 71 games. His last before, five, he's missed 100. Before the before he went to Lakers, it was like 91 straight games. He 100 played. games since he's been with the Lakers. So, Gene, let me piggyback off your question, off your statement. So, if a guy, and I can't think of his name, is against the Pelicans, but God dive at your ankles. That's because you're getting older. Because you, you think play. it was just on. Unlu- he's been unlucky his last five years. You don't think Father Time is so, catching up to him? So no, I'm asking you a question. So let me, God- Freddie. Freddie, the, the crazy part is this, right? And this is where Lakers fans get real delusional. The NBA is worse because LeBron James is still in the league, and when he leaves the league, they will have the opportunity there to was, heal and grow from what LeBron James is right now. LeBron James, to his peak in his prime, was – I'll tell you right now, was the second greatest player ever to play the game. He's absolutely unbelievable. But what – It's not asinine, bro. He's played – they're going to – once again, they're going to miss the playoffs again this year. No, we're not. They're going to miss the playoffs only, again this year. Game out of 10? Okay, that's still – If the season – If the season ended today, right? He's like – like you said, we're game out of the playoffs. Yeah. 10 spot, mm-hmm. right? If the season ended like next week, right? We mm-hmm. we win. We're in the playoffs. So Gene Stamen is losing the first oh. play-in game. Gene is hoping that we miss the playoffs. Oh, no, I'm not. No, he's, you he's, are. Yes, I'm he not. Are. He's salty so, because wait, his team so can make it to the Eastern Conference Freddie final. and Jordan, question for you. You saw this roster, LeBron, AD, and Westbrook. he's about to be gone from Philly. Where did you think the Lakers were going to be? This at is the what end I mean. He's bringing this up <laughs> dumb bullshit. I'm talking about LeBron. No, I don't. He's taking personal shots because he doesn't understand the NBA just and like just watches one. Y'all can put this on TikTok. Hold on, Freddie. When LeBron ended up, LeBron, there will be no other LeBron. Westbrook, AD, LeBron. Where did you see the Lakers by the end of the season? This year, mm-hmm. I was disappointed. I was hoping that we trade Russ. Not just because I didn't think Russ wasn't a fit. I know that. But he made so much money, which it only enabled the Lakers to go out and get pretty much garbage guys that only mm-hmm. sign for minimum contracts. Um, but now, I'm coming it down Gene Lane, but now, bro, that I think you, just like the other media around the world, is not seeing what's on this Lakers team. This Lakers have ball players now, bro. They, these guys, you can... The you media can has talked about the Lakers all season like they've been Hold relevant. Hold on, Kyle, let me finish. We have ball players now, bro. Like, people continue to judge us for the old team. This is a complete new team. We've seen it Sunday. Hey, they don't just have to depend on LeBron anymore. D'Angelo Russell is coming back tomorrow. He's, he's um um they just upgraded him to um questionable for tomorrow. Um so you have D'Angelo Russell who can give you 25, 30 in any given night. You have um Austin Reeves who turned out to be an actual NBA player. Um we've seen him make big strives over the last couple of seasons. You have Malik Beasley, who can get hot from three. You have Vanderbilt, who's a hustler guy. You have uh, Mo Bamba. I haven't even got the AD yet. Mo Bamba. (laughs) The dude who couldn't play in Orlando. We missed your Lakers show last night. Never went live. We were waiting for it. 
We don't need it on cheap seats Monday night. No, no, no. I'm just saying, Gene. She, you want to sit up here and disrespect him? And just no, I'm just disrespecting LeBron James. I'm not disrespecting the Lakers. I said yesterday was their best one of the season. That was my opinion because they did it without LeBron. They did it in a, in a way that versus uh, the defending champions that had everybody back outside Andrew Wiggins. So, but don't sit there and say they're oh, not going to oh, make the playoffs. Don't do that. I don't think they will. I can't wait till the day we make it. I'm coming back on cheap seats, and I'm just going to sit here and do oh, this to you. I, what do you What's consider the playoffs? Do you consider, consider the playing game the playoffs? Like no. Games or four games no, right? Seed. I'm going to say if, if we make the play, we're going to win the first game. Okay, so if oh, you hey, don't Kyle, make I mean, the playoffs, not the play-in, the playoffs. The playing mm-hmm. game is not the playoffs. I agree. So <laughs> I don't think we'll make the playoffs. I do. And that's okay. Well, are you a GM, Kevin? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, Jordan. I'm having a conversation with Gene. Gene, out of the seventh and tenth seed, who do you, you make think? it like I'm saying some blasphemous shit? That the no, Lakers I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Sure. Um, out of the seventh and tenth seed, who do you think can beat the Lakers in the playing? Bro, I, I'm just listen. asking the question. With all the right, LeBron James, let me pull up the current seven through ten seed because I got to look at all seven through ten because the Lakers aren't one of those four. So who are you removing out of these four? Let's say Utah go 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 past. Okay, a healthy New Orleans team beats them by fifteen points. Uh, the Clippers beat them, the, and the Dallas Mavericks beat them. All four of them beat all four. <laughs> <Whoa. laughs> Yo, I'm not as sold on the Mavs, but I think that's that's it's competitive because I I don't know about. Kyrie, what a healthy I Pelicans team beats them by 15 Will Zion be healthy? When the last LeBron time be healthy? Y'all can't question Zion when you got LeBron. The last the time with the last AD, time. Hey, Jordan, last time played Pelicans, did we beat them out. by 18? Hell yeah. The Pelicans okay, haven't yeah. had their starting roster all year. And we haven't had a name. They're still ahead of you in the season. They haven't had their healthy roster one game this year. And we haven't had our healthy roster you all had your year. healthy roster more than one game. Can't tell. I agree. That's my point. No, we, we, we're six and three with our new roster. I'm not talking about the old roster. Look, you say what you want to say. At this point right now, they're tied for the Tennessee with the Utah Jazz. They'll have to play a game at New Orleans. If we'll Let's just say Utah loses and right? L.A. wins. They got to play a game at New Orleans to be able to Green. play a game versus the loser of Dallas versus the Clippers. And you think they're winning both those games in two straight nights? Both of them. Okay, well, Freddie, you already owe me $200. You want to owe me $300? Hey, we've seen the Clippers fold we'll like cheap drop 60 on y'all. My point being is this, right? You've already owed me a couple hundred dollars making bets that you're wrong about. You can make another bet and be wrong about another bet because at this point we're just running a tab. Hey, all I know is that we are. Hey, you, you'll see. You know, do we play Philadelphia anytime soon? I hope so. My guy, I feel we like already somewhere before the season, Freddie bet me about the Lakers having a better record than the Celtics too. I let you Freddie don't pay on, on his bets; he just makes bets. <laughs> I'm waiting on my hundred dollars for the Eagles yeah, being better than the Rams. I let you slide on that all year, man. Wait, I don't remember this bit with you, Kyle. What, what, what did I say again? Man, you try to tell me the Lakers were going to have a better record than the Celtics. Season not done yet, is it? Huh? What? <laughs> You're 14 games behind them. There's 16 games to play. Exactly. We can go 14 and 2. The 76ers are 41 and 22. Austin Reeves? 
10 more wins and 12 <laughs> less losses. God, shots, man. You want to take shots at the 76ers. The 76ers are 41 and 22. They First have 10 more wins and 12 less, 12 less like losses. I said, like I said, if, if they don't make the Avis Conference Finals, it beats out of there, man. That's okay. Out of there. And, and if the Lakers don't make the Browns this year, you might as well blow up the whole franchise. Hey, and then Philadelphia back to trust the process. <laughs> See where that got you. Will Lakers be back to with their no first-round draft picks to 2030? No, we actually do have first-round draft pick um, this year. Oh, they got one from the trade. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess Palinka's GM of the year now. No, 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 no. He just oh, yeah, he did yeah. one no, thing. I'm, 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 just because he did one thing. Good well, thing, I mean, that don't mean nothing. He, he got you Vanderbilt. He got you Malik Beasley. I bet you wish you had a Vanderbilt. Kyle, man. You were kind of honest good. with you, bro. Kyle, you were kind of honest with Freddie didn't know who Malik Beasley was until he was a Laker. He had no I idea. Know, He's like, oh, that white guy? He had no idea, bro. Malik Beasley's black, by the way. I know. That was the point. Kyle, you, know? um, mm-hmm. you were kind of silent um, when the Knicks beat your Celtics last night, man. How you mm-hmm. I don't have to go back and forth with y'all when y'all team is not even Kyle, playing. Yeah, boy, Tatum sold yesterday. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I, love, I love Lakers fans that are the outside the playoffs. The same way you say he sold. In. What do you do? I mean, not. I'm not going to throw this in Gene's face. What do you do in the the Philly game? Did he yeah, sell that's in Philly? But this the Knicks. You let them just. This oh, the Knicks are a better team than y'all's team. No, they're not. You see Friday. We go the Knicks aren't Friday. better than the Lakers. No. What you are out player. of your mind. Is any of their best players better than AD? Yes or no? no. Okay then. Good it's, night. It's funny how it's the collection of the players. team. The collection. They ain't yeah. better. I'll put, I'll put it to you this way, right? Let's just say AD and LeBron are better than every player in the Knicks, right? The next six players are all on New York. No. Just telling you what it is. Is Brunson better than D'Angelo Russell? Yes. Don't, don't ask I dumb disagree. questions anymore. I disagree. You disagree? Guys, disagree. this is another episode of the Cheap Seats. Thank you for tuning in. That is absurd oh, shit. I can't even listen to that anymore. Thank I, you so much. That, he just said Brunson. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is better than Brunson. D'Angelo Russell is an all-star. Is Jalen Brunson an all-star? Oh, no. my God. D'Angelo Russell all-star this year? Not this year, but he – Okay, one. so was was Brunson an all-star this year? Nope. I know. He like the first guy out. Was D'Angelo Russell even considered? Hey, nope. I bet he'd be considered next year when he, he put that purple and gold on. Was D'Angelo Russell on the ballot? I can't. He just signed a contract. I don't, I don't remember him next. on the ballot. going nowhere. This is such delusion. The Cheap Seats podcast turned into delusional Lakers talk. I love you, Gene. Love you too, brother. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in to Cheap Seats. I've had enough. As soon as he said D'Angelo Russell was better than Jalen Brunson, I realized that he was blind. I thought those glasses for another reason, but they're not. You were just blind. Jordan, bag me up. I mean, I mean Jordan, is D'Angelo Russell baiting Jalen Brunson? Oh, my God. <laughs> Kyle, end the show. I'm done. I'm done. I can't even, I'm done. I'm done. I, I can't, can't even talk. <laughs> like, God damn. <laughs> All right, Jordan. Go ahead and answer. Go ahead. Um, so I was thinking, like, this year's version of, 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 of Russell. Today. Today. Um, as far as handles, yeah. He can handle the ball. As far as handles? That's all you're giving him handles? And score. And, and score. Kyle, end the show. End the show. Ice in his veins, man. Ice with the veins. And- Ice in my brain. <laughs> what the fucking people? 
But let me ask you a question. Who's a better ball handler? D'Angelo Russell is. Okay. Who do you think is a better rebounder? D'Angelo Russell is. He's Who do you taller. think is a better leader? Jalen Brunson. By a million. You think D'Angelo Russell is a better leader? Okay, D'Angelo okay. Russell got traded okay. from a team because he snitched on his teammate. Okay, 2-1. Okay. Who's a better shooter? Jalen Brunson. Yep. Go look at percentages. D'Angelo have a better percentage, I bet you. I test will tell me Brunson's a better shooter. No, no, no. Numbers don't lie. Look it up right now, Kyle. Who's Numbers a better defender? D'Angelo. You're, they both are killer. He's, on, he's on the podcast. He's on the podcast. Angelo couldn't spell defense. Get out of here. Dude said he handles. That's he another Jordan. I mean, I am Jordan, so I mean, I'd say. <laughs> are you looking it up, Kyle? No, I'm not no. wasting my time looking that up. <laughs> you said handles. That's another Jordan. I mean, hey, Kevin David. Um, I mean, I, I watch basketball like you, man. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. That dude, Kevin. Kevin. Follows your shows just to hear you. He thinks you're the most entertaining person on the network. Uh, that's yeah. a good thing. You got a fan. That's a good yeah. thing. That's, awesome. that's not a joke. That's not a joke. Yeah. yeah. Not all heroes work. Awesome, man. I appreciate that, Kevin. Thank you so much, man. <laughs> I can't believe y'all believe Jalen Brunson is better than DeAndre because he just because you believe it too. Be honest with yourself. I don't, I don't yes, believe that. Can we put a poll up and have no Lakers fans vote on it? No Knicks, no Lakers fans. I'll put a poll up, let every Laker fan vote on it. I think even I think even Jonathan will tell you that Jalen Brunson is better than D'Angelo Russell. Jonathan is one of those delusional Laker fans. He 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 hates. He's the delusional Lakers. one. You yeah. guys are the eleven seed talking about winning the championship. He's hey, the delusional one. Me and Jordan didn't say championship. We never said championship. We said make the playoffs. Just because you didn't say it, don't mean you don't believe it. Oh, now you. I mean, hey, if, if we have a healthy LeBron and AD and our there team. We go. Like, we can we, run the table. We oh, really yeah. Can. You know what? I'm saying on the Monday Night TFC podcast, the Lakers will be but, 2023 you know NBA champions. I double <laughs> LeBron's injuries. Didn't LeBron hurt his foot doing a Euro step? No. I, his foot been hurt all year. That's what people um, – Yeah. It was hurt before the All-Star break. I got this in the show because I genuinely about this record. record. I need to go spark the I mean, Do you know why he sat there? Right LeBron didn't – LeBron didn't play because his ankle in the All Star game, or maybe he jumped his finger. I don't know. But I thought he didn't want to play. I don't blame him for that. I don't. Even, I don't even care. He honestly didn't want to play. He has a wrist injury. He hit, or he had a wrist injury. Who did? But Giannis. That's why he had that one little play. Then he was yeah. Out. Giannis. We saw that wrist. We we understood. I but I mean, say, I get it. I get it. They're like number two, number three, three in the East. I get that. Like, but but I'm just saying, if LeBron didn't want to play in the All Star game, I don't care about that, bro. I'm done. Thank you for tuning in, to Chief <laughs> Peace Podcast. <laughs> Uh, we had we had delusional Lakers take over. What was the worst take? Freaking uh, Marcus. You saying uh, Jalen Brown is better? <laughs> oh yeah, Gene. Oh Kevin Davis. Uh, Gene tells him how I almost got Jordan from Manly twice in a week. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> See, Jordan now you're playing the match. Shit. Shit my, well, what? Well, I don't know what he has. PS4, Xbox. Oh, uh, we PlayStation. Uh, oh, okay. Thank you for tuning in. This is the Cheap Seats Podcast. Hanging out. <laughs>